welcome to Mothers with Sons. It's a podcast for moms parenting young men. I'm Dennis Boyd, your host. Welcome to a new episode. Welcome to episode 10, Getting Your Son Organized. It's the top of the year, so happy new year to you. You know, it's the time of year where we have New Year's resolutions and set goals and it's a perfect time to recalibrate your son to get him back off to a great start. Some of what I'm going to discuss and share here, you'll find in episode three. So you can feel free to refer back to that one as well. And what I'm going to be doing a little differently in this episode is what I did was initially my search led me to find, I wanted to find five to 10 things that you can actually do to, you know, help your son get organized because the earlier you can get them started and help them develop healthy disciplines and healthy habits, the easier it becomes for them as they begin to mature and as they begin to matriculate through life and get older. Just a real quick story. For me, it happened, the change happened in grad school. I had a professor, her name is Dr. Colia, for a policy class. And on the first day, she made it abundantly clear, I do not accept late assignments. And she was only giving us two assignments. Both of them were writing assignments. It was a midterm and a final. And she said, I don't want to hear about the cat. I don't want to hear about the dog. She didn't want to hear any excuses. So when she gave that assignment, the first day I went to the library and I began doing my research, pulling articles. I drafted my um, outline like I put in the work early and each week after class, I had made the commitment that I was going to spend at least two hours, a minimum of two hours in the library. And I found that my first draft was done within the first month. And she was very kind and gracious enough that she allowed us to submit early for revisions. And she was very generous as many revisions as, you know, was possible before the actual deadline. So it was that experience that helped me recognize that if I get a jump start on things, I that's when I do my best work. I don't have to worry about a computer crashing. Like I didn't have to worry about anything and my stress levels were dramatically reduced. And having disciplines, having healthy habits help young men mature into men who have habits that support their success. I'm going to say that again. They develop habits that support their success. So what I want to do is just offer you some things that I found that I think would be helpful and useful. So rather than pulling down the top 10, what I did was I looked at several lists that were out there. And what I came up with is I synthesized them so that rather than give you a list of things to do that would help your son. I'm actually going to give you one thing to do, just one. And then I'm going to provide you with some um, categories to help you help your son to develop 
a routine or to develop a system that's going to work for him consistently so he develops healthy habits. So here we go. So the one thing that I'm giving you to do as a parent, it's just one. And this is probably going to be the most important thing that you could ever do if you want to help or support your son. The one thing that you can do to help support your son is pay careful and close attention to him. Observe him throughout the course of the days. And if you're at work when he gets in from school, I get it. Have him text you. But what I'm going to urge you to do is find a way to monitor and to try to track his patterns so that you can help him develop systems so that he can form habits that are going to support him being successful. So there were four categories that I identified when I began to synthesize the information that I saw that was out there. And here are the four categories, planning, organizing, routines, and tools. Planning, organizing, routines, and tools. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about each category and the things that fall into that category to help you identify and support your son in developing routines and systems that are going to help him develop practices, healthy habits, self-discipline that are going to support him to be successful. So category number one is planning. And there are a variety of ways that you can do planning. And I would recommend that you scaffold it, meaning that you start with the smallest increment and gradually increase it with your son's success. So we wouldn't want to try to start him off with planning a month. We just wouldn't want to do that. That would be overwhelming. And to anyone who's not a planner, starting off with a month may be too much to bite off. But having him begin to plan his days and then begin to scale it up to a week and help him to really begin to plan. One of the things that I saw and one of the things that I read that was really that I thought would be really helpful is planning the week as a family. If you planned as a family each week, maybe you sit down on Sunday, maybe it's Saturday, whichever day you know works for you as a family. You will begin to help him develop that discipline because it's something that, number one, is being modeled. So when you begin to model the expectation, that becomes the norm and the habit that's immediately formed in the household because it's a family activity that you're actually engaging him in. And as it relates to him, schoolwork, assignments, extracurricular activities, a planner, purchasing a planner or downloading a planner from online, that's a PDF that's available out there that, you know, may be aesthetically pleasing to his eye so that he can write down the things that he's doing throughout the course of the week. So if it's Monday, you have all of the things that he's going to do on Monday. And maybe it's also including scheduling out the day so that he's seeing what time he's supposed to wake up. If he, you know, what time he's doing his morning routine so that that way he's doing the same thing at the same time every day. And that'll help him develop routines, disciplines, and the habits that are going to support his success. The second category is organizing. 
So for organizing, you want to just be able to gather everything, maybe coding the thing. So, for example, with coding, maybe it's he has folders for his classes and he may pick his favorite colors for the class or he chooses a color to represent each class. And that's where he'll put the assignments that he needs to submit or maybe assignments that are returned. And those are in those in that folder. And then the other thing with organizing, whether it's his room, his book bag, what I've found as I've worked with young men and even myself is when everything has its place, it's easier for him to access the things that he needs when he needs them. For example, he has a case for his pens and his pencils or all of his writing instruments. If he has one in his book bag, if he has another pencil case with all of those same writing instruments that he needs at his desk, he never has to concern himself whether he has his instruments or the things that he needs or his tools when he goes to school because he'll have a set for home and a set for school. So he doesn't have to take pencils out of his book bag in order to do a homework assignment at home unless he's already out at the library or someplace other than home. And that will help him to focus on the thing that he needs to do because all of the tools that he needs are readily available. So if he needs a pad, if he needs a snack, you just want to help him get organized and organize these things in a way that when he goes to use them or he needs them, they're readily, readily accessible and he knows where to find them because everything has its place. Next, routines. And I Definitely, we talked about this in episode three. Routines are definitely helpful in helping adolescents and young people to, number one, feel safe because they know what to expect. They know what to anticipate. It provides them with a great sense of stability. So the information that was out there, and I had already, again, I mentioned this in episode three, that having a routine will help him really settle And if he gets off track, it's easier for him to get himself back on track because he has a set routine. And the last category is tools. In order for your son to be successful, he's going to need tools in order to get those tasks and those things and assignments done. So a few that I'll recommend. And again, as you study your son and observe him, ask him questions and engage and present new tools and ideas and things to him to help him discover what works for him. So one of the things that I recommend is an egg timer. And the reason why I recommend an egg timer is because one of the things it can help your son do is to learn how to estimate how long it's going to take him to get an assignment or a task done to completion. And learn and discover about himself how he manages time so if he thinks you know doing a reading assignment is going to take him 30 minutes he can set the egg timer for 30 minutes if he's complete before 30 minutes whether he's complete or not complete he's learning how to manage time and to be efficient with time number two is He'll become familiar with what 30 minutes feels like. He'll become familiar with what an hour feels like. So if he goes to a school or you're in a state where these state exams are 
exams that he needs to sit for, at least he will understand. He'll have a sense of what 30 minutes feels like because it won't be foreign to him. So he won't feel pressure when he sits down for an exam because it's something that he's done. So that's the egg timer. And along with the egg timer, there's a method that's very popular. It's called the Pomodoro method in which you set a timer or use an app for a truncated period of time. So for the estimation, the, the recommendation, the recommended time is 20 minutes or 25 minutes. I use something a little different. I use a little more because that's what works for me with a five, maybe 10 minute break. And he goes through the cycle again for another 20 or 25 minutes with another five minute break. And then another two cycles for a total of four cycles with an extended break for 20 minutes, maybe 20, maybe 30 minutes. And again, what he will learn from this is learn how to manage time. He'll learn how to estimate time and he'll learn how to develop a system or workflow that helps him prioritize his tasks and his responsibilities in a way that will help him be efficient and to optimize you know, his time and his ability to get things done. Another one of the tools that I recommend is a folder, whether it's a folder or a binder with sections in it, a hole puncher, so that as he completes assignments during the school year, that he has a binder where he takes all of the old assignments from and he places them in there. Maybe he scans them. And again, this is just a recommendation. I'm not certain what's going to work for your son. I have a tendency of wanting to archive things so that I can find them, whether it's paper or whether it's digitally, I prefer to archive things so that I know where to go to find things if I need them. His phone is a tool. So I recommend teaching him how to use his phone as a tool. So it has a calendar. It has a timer. It has reminders. There are apps that he can use on his phone, but if you want to train him or help him train himself and develop the disciplines, that are going to carry him long term in the event that his phone is dead. He can always go to a store and buy an egg timer for like three to five bucks and he'll have it. Um, now, there's debates around whether or not a student should be in total silence, whether they should be at a desk, whether they should be in a library, whether they should be on the floor, whether they should be on a sofa. Allow him to find the most comfortable way for him to work where he can be productive and optimize his time and that he can work efficiently and let that be how he works. Some people prefer to work with a TV in the background. Some people prefer to have music in the background. Some people want to be on the couch. Some people want to be on the floor. Let him help him discover what's going to work for him so that he can do this with or without you. I have found what works for me. And I think it's important that you help him discover what works for him. And the sooner the better. It wasn't until I got into grad school that I really figured out what worked for me. So if you can help him discover how to minimize his distractions, that means if he needs, you know, his favorite beverage and he needs his favorite snack. Help him learn how to have all of those things before he sits down so that he can sit down and really just optimize his time. There are Pomodoro apps. I'll have two in the link in the description. 
that you can use. But the most important thing that I really want you to take away from this is to just ensure that he has the tools that he needs in order to get the job or the task that he needs to complete done. Lastly, help him learn how to think about what he needs before he sits down to do a task. Getting up to get what he needs becomes a distraction and it interrupts his brain from being able to provide its undivided attention on the task in front of him. So I came across Kim Gretter. She's an associate professor at Iowa State University, and she published Dare to Excel, Creating Home Environments that Help Kids Succeed at School. And I thought that this would be a very beneficial resource that you can actually take advantage of. So what you'll find in the description is a link to the Dare to Excel routines at home in the description below. What you'll find on the website, Mr. Boyd, Mr. Hyphen Boyd website on the resource page is you'll find the other eight. So it's a collection of nine publications that she published and I'll put links to them on my website. What they did at Iowa State is they actually have a digital repository where you can actually find them, but I'll place links in the description and you'll find links to it on my website as well. I'll have all nine of them on the website and I will place a link below to the to all nine of them in the digital repository so that you can actually download them. And if you, you know, want to refer a friend, you can actually, I'll have them posted on my website as well. So it's the top of the year. My hope is that your year is off to a great start, that you're able to get your son's year off to a great start and that you'll have a very productive and a happy new year. That brings this episode to a close. On your journey of parenting, I want to leave you with the words of Jill Churchill. There's no way to be a perfect mother, but a million ways to be a good one. I hope you've been encouraged and inspired. And on behalf of your sons, thank you. <laughs>